Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Creeps, cults, ghosts, guys named Jerry. This is your one-stop shop. If you like all that weird shit, join me. I'm Casey Balsham. I'm a comedian and I am fascinated by dark, twisty, and shady ass shit. On the Shady Shit Podcast, we're going to cover all the topics ranging from living in a haunted house to dating app scammers to Lizzie Borden and everything in between. Every Friday, I'm going to break down well-known and little-known stories that are sure to induce just a bit of discomfort. I am so looking forward to making your weeks just a little bit weirder. Welcome back to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Schrecker, and joining me today is my boyfriend, Joe Benino. Welcome to Taste of Taylor. Hey, boy, hey. Hey, let me tell you something. I love you, and I love your girl. I know. Okay, so if you guys don't know who I'm talking to right now, I am talking to Joe. You know him from Real Housewives of New Jersey. He's married to the incredible Margaret Josephs. And um, Joe and myself and my fiance Tay, like, I don't know, are we like in like um, a relationship with you and Margaret? Are we in a thruple with you? I'm not really sure, but there's something going on here. It's, it's closer to a thruple. <laughs> <laughs> so we met for the first time ever what joe like a month ago at this point we were at um about two months ago at a party two months ago we were at the points guy brian kelly mutual friend of both of ours and we were at a very fabulous dinner party like one of the first dinner parties like social events that we had outside of covid it was like right. truly i think our first weekend socializing after the pandemic so I yes. was feeling really weird, Joe. Okay. Like I was like, it was weird. <laughs> right. No one was wearing the mask. Right. Well, and also oh, and, it's and like, I think it's like, it's one thing we were all kind of in like pandemic pods, right. Where you like would see like family or like really close friends, but you only were socializing with like the same, what, like 25 people for an extended yeah. period of time. So like going out and meeting new people and like making small talk, I literally thought I would die. I literally did. And then Joe came into my like life and like you saved the night for me, Joe. Cause I almost ran out of like a couple conversations screaming, not because anybody was like not amazing. I was just having 
having so much social anxiety and you saved me. I don't think I told you this. You were no, like you, you were like a human Xanax to me. So thank you for that. You have no <laughs> idea. That's so funny. You know what? It, it's the craziest thing walking around and going into restaurants and stores now with no mask on because the government and the CDC, they, yep. they basically poisoned your brain that you want to wear one in the bathroom by yourself taking a shower. <laughs> I still do, actually. I'm wearing one right now. I'm wearing one right oh, now for the Socially Distanced Podcast. No, I'm not. I'm just kidding. Um, but it was, but really, like, we, you and I just, like, clicked. I mean, we hit it off. I want to know, is this, like, are you always clicking with people that you meet, or am I just special, Joe? You're special. <laughs> you're definitely special. You, <laughs> you, you and Tay are, like, you're, you're way up there. I'm, like, probably my number one and two. Like, literally, Margaret was, like, he he's obsessed with you guys. He loves you guys so much. He can't stop talking about the two of you. I, you're a lot of fun. Let me tell you, you're, 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 two of you are vivacious. You're funny. You're cute. You're fast. You're quick-witted. You're smart. What can I say? <laughs> You've got good taste in women, Joe. I will give you that. There you go. I will give you that. I will give you that. Although I was married twice, so the first one, eh, not as good a taste. Okay, okay, that's fair. I mean, listen, same here, same here. Married once before. The problem yeah. was he had a dick. Um, he had a penis, and I'm a, apparently a lesbian. Who knew? There you go. So I fixed that one. And now, yeah, what? our wedding is uh, two months away. But we are going to be – we talked about this. So last night, Joe and I got to hang out because we were at um, – an incredible party that Margaret threw for pride, which was like right. unbelievable. And I think I'm allowed to say this. You guys will probably be seeing some of it on the real oh, housewives okay. of New Jersey. Am I allowed to say yes. that? Bravo filmed it. Yes. Bravo filmed it. There was crews there. We all had to sign releases. I will say I've been to, I could say maybe I can count on two hands. The amount of time I've been to parties that had Bravo cameras there. And they're really you never been to a party unless you've been to a Bravo filming party. They're like a whole yep. different beast. And usually, usually I like, uh, I hide in the corner. I'm friends with a bunch of people from Vanderpump Rules cast. So I would, I would be like a, at a lot of events for them. And I would always like, I was like the Blair Witch Project. I always like find a corner, face inside and like not talk to anybody. Yeah, I would get like really shy, camera shy and nervous. And last night I was, I did better than I've ever done before a little bit. Um, but I have to ask Joe, how do you do it? Like, how do you get comfortable with it? How does it become normalized? Because how long have you and Marge been on the show, the show now for how many years? We're on a show now for four years and this is our fifth year of filming. That is wild. So, so what was it like year one? Like, was it comfortable or did you have to like grow into it? What happened is previously we were approached by a production company to do our own show called Pigtails and Power Tools. Yes. And yes. They filmed this for a pilot at my house for like five weeks. Mm -hmm. And the first week, to be quite honest with you, you don't know what to do. And there's a camera pointing at you and I'm supposed to be talking to you. And I keep looking at the camera. Of course. And then they stop it and they go, no, no, no. <laughs> face your face this way. And then after a while, because I'm such a idiot, they're like, no, <laughs> Marge smacking me in the head. Right. So after like two weeks of constant rebuttals, you end up where you don't look at the camera and then you don't notice the camera. And now, at this point, I don't see the camera. Wow. So you, you get there early, they mic you, they yep. test the mic, they put the pack wherever it's comfortable, like usually in a back pocket. And then you know, and I've screwed that up also, 
that there's you can't say anything because that mic picks everything up you go everything. to the bathroom they hear you pass wind you got it you got it you know, that's it's, like, it's that good well, that's the thing, too. I, I will say this. So I am highly aware of the cameras. I'm an audio person. I did radio forever. I'm in podcasting now. That's my bread and butter. I have done some on-camera hosting stuff. And when I'm hosting, I've got a teleprompter. Like, it's it's just like I'm comfortable in front of the camera when, like, I know my lines. I know my script. I know, like, the flow. But the reality TV camera is something. Who knows? Maybe, maybe so- soon, someday, I'll learn to perfect it. But I'll talk you right now it freaks me the fuck out however what i will say is i would never forget that there was a reality tv camera i would think that would take months for me to like learn to just ignore but the mic you forget you are mic'd up all the time that is such an easy thing to forget and i've been on set sometimes and like you know there's lots of the thing is when we're watching a show all we see are like the players on camera but there's like an entire like at least 50% portion of like the show that you're not seeing there's producers, there's camera guys or sound guys, there's everybody. And so I would be on sets for things and like somebody would be talking shit about somebody else, you know, like in production. Yes. And I was like, I'm mic'd up. Stop talking to me. I'm so once but like, you really forget like those mics. That's what, that's what will get you in trouble. Are those well, damn mics? First off, you're on, when the mic is turned on, everything gets recorded from that split second forward. But yeah. if a camera is on you, they're aware and they sort of like, they, they know the, the time frame for your particular recording device. So they usually don't go and look at or listen to any audio that happened when you're not strictly on camera. Unless it's, like a, unless it's like something like crazy happened and they have to get the footage from it. So right. they'll go back. Um, that right. being said, one of the first things I learned how to do when we went to a party was how to disconnect the antenna. <laughs> so if the antenna is off, you can talk to your non-Bravo friends Me. about anything you want. And yeah. they can, but as soon as they realize that you don't have a signal coming, they will find you and they go turn around yeah. and they play with it and now you're back on. Well, there was like an infamous scene from years ago when they went to Italy, the whole cast, and yeah. um, and Joe Judice was Judice. I don't know what what, what we're saying now, but um, he was talking on the phone, and he wasn't he wasn't on camera, he wasn't at the table, but they picked up his audio because he was saying you know not great things, and um, yeah. I remember thinking like how could he fucking forget? And it's like actually quite easily you could forget that your yes. audio is on. That's a terrifying existence to live in. If you're filmed all the time, you don't remember that that stuff is on. <laughs> you don't remember that you're there's somewhere, somehow there's someone with a camera pointed at you yep. because some producer thinks that you're sitting there blowing your nose. It's interesting. It's wild. It's a whole new world. So I literally got to see like all of you guys interacting last night, which was very cool. Who is your favorite favorite house husband who do you connect the most with who's your number one frank atania frank atania frank atania and i hang out all i was at his office this morning really 
Yeah. Yeah. And then, and when did you start to connect with them too? Because that's like I will say the special thing about Jersey. Jersey is arguably the best franchise of Housewives, um, and I think it has a lot to do, of course, with the ladies. But you guys are also such a big part of it. I think you are you guys as a whole for husbands, partners, spouses, what have you. You guys are hands down the biggest like part of the show out of all the house husbands in any other franchise. Would you agree with that statement? Yes. What happens is uh, Jersey was originally organized to be more of a family show. Mm -hmm. So all the families are involved and we're Jersey guys. So Jersey guys are opinionated and we like to butt in. Yep. So we get a lot, a lot, a lot of camera time. You do. During the filming season. I mean, I'm probably on camera three days a week. Really? And yeah, and that's unheard of in any of the other franchises. You're on film a lot. You, you're pinnated a lot. Yep. You step in crap a lot, like I did last season. No, um, no. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I remember. Don't even say it because I know Margaret's within earshot. She'll come into the room and scream at you if you say it again. Me in the head again. I swear. (laughs) No, it's just verbal abuse. (laughs) Just a little bit of verbal abuse. Uh, Before you, we agreed uh, last night for you to come on the podcast this week. You were like, "I got to be good, though." Margaret's gonna get out of me if I say something bad. Uh, I'm always in trouble because I'm willing to go and speak my mind yeah you just say it like it is well you're not right. filtered which is what makes you so good on camera but it's also what right. gets you in the most trouble is when you yeah, don't have I'll tell the truth and if i see something i won't mention it but if you ask me then i'll tell you what when was the last time you were like in really big trouble like you did something on camera and like you really had to pay for it when the cameras weren't even on uh when the cameras weren't on yeah like just like in your actual relationship like it wasn't just like you guys were arguing about it like on the show like it was actually like it was like a thing. I know I was in trouble for something yesterday, but I don't, I'm in trouble so often for like, it <laughs> matter to me. Like I, that's, it's just part of life. Like, did you get, more. did you get in trouble for the party last night? Did you do something bad at the party last night? Uh, not that I know of. Yet. I, I, yeah. Because it, it wasn't reported back. <laughs> yeah. but as soon as, what happens is a lot of times Marge is friends with the production people yeah so if they go and hear that i said something stupid or, <laughs> like, inappropriate and, and i offended someone right they'll tell it they'll tattle on you yeah Tattletales. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Molecule Mattress. Not to brag, but I share a bed with a Pro Bowl quarterback, an Olympic swimmer, a national women's soccer star. No, I'm not having orgies. Um, I actually have a Molecule Mattress, and all of these elite athletes are obsessed with Molecule because sleep is important, and it's like the best sleep ever. And no... I am not an elite athlete, but you know what? Sleep is important for me too. So I ordered a Molecule mattress for myself and it's everything and more. Molecule sleep scientists literally created the world's most perfect mattress. It's unlike any other mattress in a box. It's cool to the touch, not like other full mattresses. And that's important because I swear I have like hot leg syndrome at night. My legs get so hot oh my gosh and so i need that cooling factor it also has six times the airflow of other mattresses so it keeps you cool all night long it has zone reflex 
layers that actually like adjust with you when you have all those like weird positions you find yourself in in the middle of the night. So you're not going to wake up with a stiff neck or a sore back. Those days are done. And it's antimicrobial. Molecule mattress is how elite athletes and Taylor Strecker get the best sleep ever. Sleep on your Molecule mattress risk-free for 100 nights if you don't have your deepest, most restorative, bestest sleep ever. Simply return it. And you know, when you hear that policy, you're like, oh, it's going to be good because they believe in their product and they should. Visit onmolecule.com and save 20% with promo code Taylor. Again, save 20, 20% with promo code T-A-Y-L-O-R, Taylor, at On Molecule, like O-N, Molecule, M-O-L-E-C-U-L-E.com, at OnMolecule.com. Don't forget the code Taylor. And now, back to the podcast. Who do you have the hardest time getting along with in the cast? In the entire cast? Entire cast. It can be husband or it can be uh, a housewife. I would say probably Jennifer. And not that I have anything against Jennifer. It's just that she's, you know, when you don't really click with someone. Totally. Yeah, well, I don't really click with her. The first time I met her, she was filming with us for the very first time. We were at a small restaurant, and she walked in, and no one was talking to her. Right. So, But I knew who she was, so I walked over to her, and I said, Hi, I'm Joe. I introduced myself. And I, you know, you try to think of small talk, and I'm not too bad at that. So I said, Well, I, I hear your house is fabulous, because that's what everyone was plugging. Right. And... Like, what would you respond if I said your house is beautiful or wonderful? Thank you. Or it is. Or what? what, honestly, my reaction would be like, really? Thank you. Whenever someone gives me a compliment, I always doubt it immediately. (laughs) She basically coldly looked at me and said, it is, and turned away. Oh, God. And I'm like, who who do you think you are? Please. Also, I have a secret. Yeah. It's not. Really? That was very nice of you to say. It's nice on the outside, but, you know, yeah. it's little. I, I think she redecorated. She could have used another maybe redecoration. That's just my opinion. I'm not trying to get you into any trouble. I'm just saying. I, I hear that she changed some of the, the uh, paint from white to, like, off-white. So Yeah, major, major differences. <laughs> that renovation. Well, do you get along, though, with her husband, Bill? Oh, he's a great guy. I have to ask you about this. I think this is a really, this is an interesting thing too. And again, I'm going to give the Jersey house husbands this credit where credit's due because the women have their own issues, right? But you guys are able to separate your, your wives issues with each other from your relationships. But how do you do that? I don't know. As a woman, I don't know how to do that. It's a guy talent. Yes. Because... We don't, like guys in general, I don't think react that much to what's happening with their girls' relationships. Yes. So you might get upset with like your wife's very best friend, you know, catfighting with her. Right. Because that's the very best friend and you're probably very best friends with the husband. But it's an ensemble here. Right. So the girls can argue and because that's part of reality TV. Yep. And they can be vicious and all that kind of stuff. And the the guys, we tend to just ignore. Like, I I haven't personally seen the last three episodes of the reunion show. You haven't? No. I just, because I was there, and and I know what happened. And I, I, my memory isn't that bad. And I, so I know what goes on. And I'm not that concerned about it. It's just, 
and you hear about it every single day. Like, I was gonna did say. you hear what they said? What they did? Okay, I heard it. Yeah, you know, you yeah. can't get upset about it. What are also the rules when it comes to you guys, husbands and wives? Like, would you ever fight with one of the girls? That's not Margaret, obviously. Margaret's your wife. That's different. Or what, like, or is is that um, kind of like an unspoken rule of like husbands can't fight with other with their friends' wives type of a thing? There's no rule, and I guess you could go and have an argument with anybody you want. Yes. Like Joe is arguing with Dolores this this season. Yeah, that was wild, actually. But I did like I, I was happy that they kind of explained that like they've known each other for so 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 long and have yeah. their own relationship. So I mean, it, it'd be like a brother sister team. Exactly. So. You can if you want, but in reality, there's really no reason to argue with a girl. Like if, if I'm arguing with you over something that you said involving you know, some nonsense, that means I'm getting involved in, in girl subjects. Right. And for the most part, the guys are interested in sports and drinking, and that's what we do. Right. And we don't really talk about, you know, like he said, she said, because none of us really care. Right, right. And we care, but we don't care. It was interesting because watching, like, you know, Teresa and Jackie fight last season, like, I mean, off the jump from episode one, and it really carried through. It even carried through into the reunion a little bit. They seem, like, pretty good now, but, you know, who knows? We'll see. But it was really interesting because, like, Teresa was so... <laughs> I'm going to use the word vicious, like with, um, with Jackie, like she was just very, you know, she was really going for the jugular and she wasn't backing down, especially when Jackie doubled down with the analogy. But I thought it was really interesting how the second Evan came in, like Teresa was like, Oh, I don't want to talk to Evan about it. It was like, there's very, it was a very clear line. And it was interesting because it's like, well, Teresa, if you're making an allegation about Evan's actions, of course, Evan's going to be involved and have an opinion on it. But it was funny because like the second that I forget who said it, but somebody was like, you have to also, Oh, I think it was Jackie, but like you apologize to me. Thank you. But you also have to apologize to Evan. And Teresa's like, I'm not talking to Evan. It's like, well, Teresa, the rumors about Evan, you do realize you were going to have, it was almost like she forgot that that was going to be like a part of like the, uh, the scenario in, in spreading the rumor or making the accusation or whatever the terminology is. As far as drama goes, there's very limited relationships between the guys and girls as far as drama like you can say anything you want about it have fun i really don't care yeah but i'm not gonna fight with you about it i'm gonna hear it i'm gonna say ah you're an idiot and life goes on right well even evan was such a mensch like you know like when like when she did apologize he was like oh my god of course like it was nothing and then at at the reunion he like went over and gave her a kiss goodbye i'm like that's a stand-up guy that's incredible when you have a baseless rumor. Right. 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 So you can either react to it or not react to it. It wasn't worth reacting about. Right. It, you know, so, and, and we don't know whether or not Teresa said it because Teresa dreamed it up. Right. Or she was relating somebody else saying a rumor. Right. But when a rumor has no fact and there's no, there's nothing behind it, then why go crazy and what is something that somebody could say to you that would like make you flip out or are you like actually unflipoutable such as last year when um the person who, who shall be nameless pulled marge's hair oh right how could i fucking forget <laughs> so if, if i had been there um 
I would not have been able to been stopped by the security people. Right. And it would not have gone on longer than a split second instead of having Mark drag across the room. Right. And the security people who were there um, did not know that she was nuts. And they were at the far end of the room just watching what was going on. So they didn't react in time. Right. No. And she's so crazy that I don't think any of the other girls could have stopped her. No. You know, people who are crazy are strong. Yeah. Right? So oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Got that crazy strength. <laughs> so, it's true. And so how could they go and, you know, they wouldn't have been able to stop her. But if I was there, believe me, it would have stopped. Yep. Yep. Okay. So don't put your hands on my wife. In fact, That's I don't like job. anybody putting hands on any girls. Exactly. Honestly, you're like, you might say I'm old school or whatever. I am. <laughs> That's the way I was brought up. Don't touch a girl. So yeah. if I see you messing with, if I see any husband messing with a girl, yeah. well, now they got a problem. Exactly. So, okay. So that was probably the worst thing you've ever experienced being on the show what was the most fun thing you've ever experienced being on the show your favorite housewife moment ever mine was when you put someone's husband in the pool oh yeah that was really funny <laughs> well it was fun you know what it was funny when we looked at it in the aftermath but when it happened that was really serious it, right. it was really it was really oh and i actually i I have one other one involving Marty. So yep. we went to a, a Joe and I took him out for his bachelor party because no one else had. And we brought him to a tiki bar when yep. we were in Bimini and we're sitting there drinking and all that stuff. And we were really roasting him pretty good about, you know, life in general and why is he getting married? And we were saying she wanted him for his money, but we we're just busting his chops. Right. And Marty had had too much already, and Marty went and threw a drink on my shorts. Yeah. And he said uh, something to the effect of, uh, he, he's throwing a drink on me because I have no balls and all that stuff. And I was, I had been drinking pretty well with, with Joe. And when Joe and I want to torture people around us, we ignore the people we're torturing and when we talk to each other as uh -huh. if they're not there. And then we turn and torture them again. And I bent over laughing because I couldn't get my breath. I thought this was so funny. And then I stood up and I ignored Marty and I asked Joey, what should I do? And Joey said, I, I think you should punch him. So I stood up and I went to go punch him. I forgot about that. But it was, it was funny, you know, like it was, it was like, it was classic. It was classic. Joan and Marty and Joe. Oh my God. I actually, I, I find it so interesting how men interact with each other versus, you know, women. And again, your show really highlights it. It's like we as women can get so pissed off over the smallest thing. And meanwhile, you guys let go like the biggest things like insults. Like I don't understand man teasing. I would literally burst into tears if somebody was teasing me the way you guys tease each other. Is that like a learned thing when you're younger? Like, because I like remember my brother came home one time. He's 11 years younger than me. And his head was shaved. And we're like, what happened to your hair? He had this like gorgeous blonde hair. And he's like, oh, my friends played a trick on me. And we're like, what does that mean? And they were like, 
and then it's me and then my little sister. And so it's like, we're a predominantly female house. And my dad, my dad's like, my dad's a nerd. So he doesn't have like a ton of guy friends. He doesn't have like a crew of, of guys. You know, like he like, my mom makes friends for him and he's a doctor and he sees his patients. Like then, then he's a dad. Like he, so he doesn't really have like a crew of guys. So I didn't really grow up with a dad that like, like I didn't see him interact with his friends a lot, but like, so he's like, my brother comes home and he's like, oh, I shaved my head. It was a joke. And we're like, well, how'd the joke go? And he was like, we all said we would shave our heads. I went first. They didn't shave their heads. And we all start, my mom, and my sister, I started crying and we're like, we're going to call the police. We're going to call all their moms. Like we were so upset. And he was like, why are you upset? It's a joke. And I was like, that's not joke. That's mean. And it was so wild to me. Just like the difference in reactions that we both had. Men are just really socialized to really like teasing is almost like a form of love. Right? Oh, it's, it's so much fun. I can't even tell you like the number of times when I was younger, when everyone was getting married, we, we did have a bowling ball and chain with handcuffs on it and we would handcuff the chain and the ball to guys legs and they had to drag that around all night oh and i can't tell you how, how many times guys got completely wasted at their bachelor party and we would carry them home pull up quietly and stuff them underneath the car with their their chain and ball like wrapped around a tire and we'd leave him there. And then like an hour later, the, the girlfriends would be calling us. Have you seen him? And I'm like, whoa, we'll have to know. We don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and then all the police, the police would come to the house. No. They found this drunk idiot underneath the car. Oh my God. Like, that's just a joke. It's like a funny joke, you know? Joe, if you ever tease me like that, I literally will cry and I'll never speak to you again. I, I'm such a puss. I cannot handle teasing. I'm oh. such a sensitive self. How does Marge do with the teasing? If she's tough or does she hate being teased? I hate being no, teased. No, no, no. Marge, Marge doesn't mind being teased. And, and truthfully, she says I can't take it as well as she can take it. No. Yeah, she really goes, you know, I'll, I'll hit her, like, think, 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 and then, but March comes with the sledgehammer. Bang! That's what she wants to get you back. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But my favorite thing about you guys is what you see, people, is what you get. Joe and Margaret are exactly the way they are on the show as they are in person. It's, un it's refreshing, because I think there's a lot of, you know speculation that people are putting on a show and being fake and some people definitely are when they're on reality tv but you guys are uh you guys are exactly as you are and that's like the best thing ever you're so fun i'm obsessed with you guys it is crazy when we had that scene down um down the shore where yeah. marge was yelling at yeah the very next day instagram was lit up with people saying we were getting divorced Ugh. and yeah, it, it, it's it's insane, and people were uh, well. I mean, after it after it aired, they were saying it, and it, no one viewed it. But um, and then after they said we were going to get divorced, then I had people contacting me whether or not I was an abused husband. Oh my like, god! And you just want to tell them you people are crazy, right? Like, you're really this is like too much. Well, also, it's like, have you ever been in a relationship before? Like. Yeah, you're married and your partner is a reflection of you, right? So when you say something that that she's been actively fighting against or she thinks that maybe there's things are being taken out of context, of course she's going to be like, oh, give me a break. Couples argue with each other. How do you think people stay together for 10 plus years? Not you too. <laughs> Taylor and 
tie fight? Are you kidding me? Oh my God, we're two women. It's like a housewife being married to a housewife. It's psychotic in this home, but we love each other. Like that's the thing too. Like I was so surprised at people's reaction to that argument between you and Margaret. Like I actually felt like watching that scene did not make me worry about your relationship. It made me go like, that's a real ass relationship. Like, yeah, when you're comfortable with somebody with them a long time, you love them. Like, yeah, you, you hold their ass over a fire. That's what you do. I would have done the same thing to Tay and Tay would have done the exact same thing to me. Tay just did something last night at the party that was like, I'm going to kill you. She was perfect. She is not perfect, Joe. Don't you even start with me. (laughs) She, it wasn't a secret, but like she told we were with some friends of ours at your party, the Oshry sisters, and Tay was telling them who's coming to our wedding. We're having a very small wedding of 22 people. Very, very small. And then uh, gonna, I'm the flower boy. And you're the flower boy. And, but we're going to have a big fucking blowout party in like a year, um, and that's going to be like the reception. This is kind of like the love ceremony for family. And then we're going to do like a big fucking blowout, huge ass party, and it's going to be like... It's it's going to be the best part of the wedding. You know what I'm saying? Of course. So it's coming. But so Claudia was asking Tay about like, oh, so, you know, oh, so it's just it's just like family for the wedding. And Tay was like, yeah, it's, you know, my family, Tay's family, a couple of my friends, and then Stassi and Bo from Vanderpump Rules. They asked me to be their officiant for their wedding, which is like such a fucking huge honor. Like that's like the greatest honor I've ever been asked of anything. And so, and and Bo asked Tay, cause they're very close to be a grooms So of course, when it came to our wedding, we're like, that it, it would not make sense to not have Stassi and Bo there for, for both of us. But you know, once you open friends, you open the floodgates. And there so Tay told Claudia and Claudia was like, you're fucking inviting Stassi and Bo. And I'm not getting invited. And I looked at Tay like, listen, it's not a secret, but you didn't have to tell Claudia tonight. You know what I'm saying? So I, that, actually, I heard you yelling. You saw me. That's why I was yeah, I was like, Taylor. And she knew. She was like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, listen, it's not a secret. We're going to tell eventually, just not at this party. When I'm trying to whore myself out to be a housewife and I need my friends to be happy with me. <laughs> You have my vote. Thanks, Joe. You're the best. Well, who knows? Who knows what the future has in store for us? But I know we have a very long friendship ahead of us. You are the best. You were like, we are so obsessed with you guys. We love, love, love you. Thank you last night for such a phenomenal party. I cannot wait to see how it plays out on the show. Um, It seemed pretty drama-free last night. Well, you see, you don't know what was happening in the little conversations that were being filmed. Damn. That's the thing. So... It could look like it was really calm and nothing was happening and everybody was having fun and dancing. But you just want to side, there were two girls at once, three girls at once, and it, it got animated. Oh, so, shit. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't know what they're going to selectively pull out for excitement. Yeah, well, right? well, in that case, they're women. I hope there was a knockdown drag out that I missed. Marge's girl, Lisa... She went upstairs to change the music for the drag girl, and she slipped and went down 12 steps. I know. So banged up really well. Lisa is adorable, by the way. Adorable. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. cute. Unbelievable. So um, cute. Well, Joe, 
Tay and I officially want to be adopted by you and Margaret. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Anytime. And you guys have to come over to our house now. Now we went to your party. We have to come over to our house. We'll, ha- we'll have a little dinner party for you guys. I'm ready. And when you come over to our house, just so you know, yes. Taylor may or may not have a gambling addiction, and she will make you guys play blackjack. <laughs> so bring some cash. And she'll fucking take your money from you. She is next level savage. She really is. God. She is not perfect. I am. You are perfect. <laughs> I see. This is why I love Joe. I mean, come on, give me a break. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. What an honor. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. No end. Of course. And I'll be looking forward to eating a five course meal in your house. Yes. And then playing a very refined game of blackjack afterwards. Does she bet heavy? Like, do I bring singles or fives or tens? This bitch wants you to bring like a hundo dollar bill and she will take all of your money. <laughs> no, no, no. There she's, you go. she's not playing with like, you know, pennies or dollars. And she'll bully you into betting higher. <laughs> we fight about that as well. She t- right. You know how much money she took from me in the pandemic? It was just the two of us locked in here and she made me pay up. I was like, you're a monster. Anyway. That is too funny. You'll experience it firsthand. Um, Joe, thank you so much for joining. You're the best. And you guys, thank you. go follow it. Joe. Oh, of course. Go follow Joe at the real super Joe. What a perfect Instagram handle. And um, yeah, we can't wait to see what's in store for uh, this next season of the Real Houses of New Jersey. I'm so fucking it's excited. It's always interesting. It's always good. And then also, I missed your live show with the guys. It was called Sinatra Meets the Real House Husbands of New Jersey. You looked fabulous in drag. Let me just say that. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I didn't know how to put on a dress. It was a horrible thing. <laughs> I, I feel like there's going to be more of these in your future. So the next time you guys, the next go around, Tay and I are there. We're going to get fucking meet and greet tickets. Yeah. Okay. We're going to really no, lean in. You'll just come in as my my sister. No, no. I want to be in the line and get a meet and greet picture with you. That's what I want to do. I want a full audience experience. So I can't wait for that. Okay. Joe, Joe, thank you so much. You're the best. Uh, Send Margaret my love. Send Lexi my love. Send Lisa my love. Send Marge Sr. my love. Send them all my love. You got it. Thanks, Joe. You guys, that's... Thanks, babe. Yeah, that's it for us this week. Uh, Have a great week, guys. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It is, like, the nicest thing you can do for me. If you love me, please do me that solid. Rate, review, and subscribe. Have a great one. Until next week, bye, girl, bye. Bye.